Steve, I'm a small business owner, and my CPA tells me I don't qualify for the $26,000 per qualifying employee ERC because my gross revenue didn't go down enough. Is that true? The law provides you can qualify for ERC if you satisfy either of two tests. The easy test, it's just math that your CPA told you about, or a different but complex facts and circumstances test that some CPAs either don't know how to apply or just don't take the extra time and effort to determine your eligibility. You're a tax attorney. How can you speak about CPAs? I was a practicing CPA before I was a tax attorney, and our law firm includes both CPAs and tax attorneys. Now, is there a deadline to apply before the ERC is no longer available? Yes. That's why you should call our firm today to review all aspects of the ERC with you to get your qualifying check. Call 888-TAX-DEAL. That's 888-T-A-X-D-E-A-L. 888-TAX-DEAL. Or MoskowitzLLP.com. M-O-S-K-O-W-I-T-Z-L-L-P.com. This is the KNBR Podcast Network. Time now for Pauly's Podcast, featuring Pauly Mack of KNBR's Murph and Mack Morning Show on KNBR, the sports leader. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? Welcome to Pauly's Podcast. You know, I've been thinking about this. If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? All right, everybody, this is it. If this is it, please let me know. Well, if this is it, and I've been drinking, you both know that it's just not right. Girls hey, don't confessing, but I'm still guessing. I'd be a fool. Is it girls don't lie or girls so know why? Long. Huh? Girls know why to tell no, me that. No, girl don't lie. No, girl he's don't. Te- he's telling to the girl. Oh, girl is it don't, don't lie. lie. Girl don't tell lie. me nothing's wrong. That's what I'm saying. Girl I'll don't be lie. Right. One way or another. Uh. Just let me go. And let me want to say this is it. Okay. 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 Oh, oh, you're right. Uh, Boys. Oh wow! Is that we're gonna keep that? You damn right right we're keeping that. Us. There's nothing wrong with a with a damn Huey. You're gonna have to beat that with a damn Huey Lewis tribute on the way in, Kaler. On the way in, nothing wrong with it. Somebody also said there ain't nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. Ain't no (laughs) part. Well, ain't nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. You know what Craig says in uh, uh, this is the end. The famous comedy vehicle starring Jonah Hill oh, and uh, the rest of those uh-huh. guys. Underrated. He says there ain't no party like a no panty party because a no panty party don't stop. Kaylor, your thoughts? Oh, you know what? I gotta, I gotta say, I'm really upset. Ain't I, no party like a no panty party because a no panty party don't stop when they're playing the piano. You've seen the movie. <laughs> I have. Okay. But I don't really have thoughts. The on towel that. on his uh, shoulder. Yeah. Well, do you yeah. do that between tracks at Stone Fox's gigs? Do I my sing question. that song? Yeah, like as a warm up. Unfortunately, no, Paul. Having a, I. <laughs> I, I just thought I'd ask. That. It's fine. Shannon, do you go around the house yelling, Touchdown, San Francisco? You know what wow. Shana does? Look at this. My wife loves the Greg Papa Good. call. You should. It's, it's her just, favorite. That's it's, right, John. Oh, dude, and then Tim. <laughs> I love how Tim has to wait for Greg to finish. You're not kidding, Pops! Before he can, like, like, yeah. like uh, light the feud! <laughs> give me some. Give me some T-Ride, Tony. Totally yeah, well, light the feud. Yeah, the, yeah, Sunday, 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 the Greg Digger. <laughs> Or, uh, what did he say? Dude, what did he say? I just used a soundbite this morning. Like the dynamite? Um, he's big nobody, on explosives. He said, uh, yo, bro. He is. He's big yo, on, like, dynamite bro. fuses. 
He's something about like Brocktober or Brock. Uh, I want a Brock. Brocking and rolling, baby. Dude, he comes on the air and he's like, I never think about what I'm going to say. I'm sorry, Mr. True. Ryan. Yeah, it's I, You're sitting in the bathroom rehearsing in front of the mirror. But he I, and Papa need to get together and coordinate when they're going to sing together instead of on top of each other. Yes. That's yes. my critique. Sing what? Well, are you, what are they singing? Fire, oh, oh, oh. Or the Grave Digger. Who or... do you think's the better vocalist of the two? Oh, Tim. Well, you got, no like, doubt. me, you know, sometimes. Tim. Tim. Tim, I think Tim's a better singer. That's what yes. I'm saying. I'm talking Greg's about vocal singing. Screamer. Not not broadcasting, singing, yeah. Like mm-hmm. if Tim and uh, Greg were like an 80s uh, uh, hair band duo. Which I would wish that they would be. Greg would be the screamer and Tim would be the singer. So the other day, Shannon, we had Tim Ryan on the show and he brought up Twisted Sister, unprovoked. Mm-hmm. Did you mm-hmm. catch that? Mm-hmm. You know, Mac, mm-hmm. you're going to like this. Yeah, totally. I think the totally. Niners, he said that. He goes, <laughs> Mac, you'll like this. Did you catch that? Yeah, 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 they yeah. decided they're not going to take it. Like he just said that. <laughs> Shadow, we're not going to take it. Uh, Kayla, where do you come down on a twisted sister, the the singing of Dee Snider, the guitar playing of J.J. French? Where are you with all of it? It had its time, Paul. It was fun, wasn't it? Well, I mean, I know just, it, it, it's still around. At its time. I, yeah. yeah. I, I think I've had enough That's of a it. double platinum record you're talking about I now. I also think, like, I, well, that was, <laughs> I mil. forget which phone, cell phone company, but one of them used, we're not going to take it in, like, an ad campaign recently. You know, sure. Tony, it's just a great. It's timeless. Now, nah, Tony and I have done time. My fantasy football team name is I Want a Brock, and it has a picture of D. Snyder on the dude, logo. Nice, dude. Yeah. Not made up or? Uh, yeah. With dude, the makeup? It's <sighs> D. Snyder from the uh, Staying Hungry album cover. Did you know that Tony... Our very own creative Tony, if you ask him to do it right now, unprovoked, without any setup, he can give you a very good uh, replication of the Twisted oh, Sister logo. 100%. Which is a team. You can draw it. Yeah, it's yeah. a good logo. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Do you oh, have yeah. one logo that your band goes with, or do you do different ones all the time? We do the you eagle have logo. One. We have like a, a rainbow eagle that we like to well, do. Well, that's going to be the one. That's my favorite. It's very cool. But I am really good at drawing the bat symbol. So if anybody needs a bat symbol for a tattoo. I don't think tattoo, I'm going to need that from you. You uh, sure? I, not at this time. Okay. Do you uh, have a favorite logo in rock and roll? The Stone's Tongue, the ooh, Pink Floyd Rainbow. Ooh. like uh, the You know, the Aerosmith logo is great. It's a good one. Yeah. I like that one. Me too. I mean, the Pink Floyd, you know, the, the prism, the whole thing. Can I see your work? Well, I wow. don't know if you can see that. Well done, Tony. Tony Ryan yeah. has Haven't just drawn the, the Twisted Sister logo. He hasn't lost Pretty a step. Good. Well, also, bring back when kids would cover their books with, with paper bags. That was my specialty. And then you drew all over them. What do you want, Kiss? I do you the need Rat AC, logo, Who do you need? I yeah. do Zeppelin. I do Ozzy. Oh, I Led do Zep- Twisted Sister. Did you ever do the Led Zeppelin where you would spell lead going one way yes. and then Zeppelin coming down? Or, you make a cross out of it. Yeah. Dude, I did I did lead on the front, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Zeppelin you, on the back. Yeah. No, okay, fine. Or on the binding. Fine. Just down the binding. The Led VH Zeppelin. with the wings. The VH was a huge yeah, one. It's a good one. A huge one. Yeah. Huge one. Yeah. Anyway, Kale, go ahead, Shannon. Well, yeah. This week I heard you say, Paul, speaking of your song, that you guys are doing. Yes. Uh, I heard this week Paul said, God, am, am I going to have to write a song for Chris Paul? I did say and, that. And, and then I thought, well, I don't want it, Tony. Well, but he Paul, has to win me ooh. over. I'm going to play hard to get. Paul, yeah. you don't write. So, I mean, do you write these songs? Well, who writes the lyrics? What are they? Someone to, like, <laughs> driving up and say, here's your lyrics. I, it's like I Weird Al Yankovic. We do have funny. to write the lyrics. It's like Weird Al Yankovic when he penned I'm Fat. Instead of I'm bad for Michael Jackson. Well, so right? this kid thinks we have like a, a workshop. Ham on, ham on whole wheat. Right? Yeah, yeah, but you're not writing the ham song. Ham on whole wheat, Polly. Well, I'm writing something. What? Sh- well, okay, to make you happy, what should I be saying? 
Uh, what would you like us to say? Because like, gonna gonna per- my primary concern is pleasing you. Okay, good. Forget I about been- the listening audience on the Murphy Mac show. It's about Kaler. What can I do to make you happy? I'm about to perf- Do I have to perform a song? I would Ooh, never I say of- that. How about <laughs> Foo, uh, Foo Fighters, this is a call. Said- this is Chris Paul to all my warrior nation. There it is. That's not wow. bad. Right? There That's, you go. Write that down so you don't forget. I'm not this kidding. This is Chris Paul to my warrior nation. Or to the... Well, uh, he says to past resignation, so you could say like past hater, because we all used to hate Chris Paul. Let's stay man. positive, though, Paul. This let's not is, go to the hate. Give it let's, to me again. What was the, this is Chris Paul to all the warrior nation. By the way, Dante, this Winger coming is Chris up. Paul. Bam, ba, 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 bam, this is Chris ba, ba, Paul. Bam. Got it on vinyl, by the way. Nice. Do you have it? Ba, da, da. Yeah. Sounds good. It's a good it, record. It's incredible. That's that the album. first Foo Fighters record where Dave Grohl played every Everything. instrument. Right. Right, Everything. Right, right, right. Would but, you ever consider doing that? Honestly, because I know you are multi. You can do play a variety of instruments. Would you ever do a project like that, like an EP where you do everything? Oh, I couldn't do that. Um, I wouldn't. I'm not that good. You could drum and sing, and you could play a little bass. Uh, oh no, no, definitely not. Can I handle a little no. business here? Dante Whitner coming up on the Jockcast in a few moments. Thank you, mm-hmm. uh, thank you. Steve Moskowitz coming up and a musical uh, assignment from Maybe, Tony Shannon Kaler. In a rare moment of discipline, should we get out now sure. so that we have time with Dante? Sure. Look at this. Yeah, Shannon, wow. take us out. This is Chris Paul. Take us to break, but this is Chris Paul. Not bad at all. And uh, speaking of music, yeah. the new Stones tune, we were talking oh, about it off the mic. We, should, we should sing our praises on the Sweet mic. Sounds of Heaven. Sweet Sounds of Heaven. With That's, Lady Gaga on uh, guest vocals and Stevie Wonder on keys. One of Man, the best things yeah. I've heard from, and I love the Stones. And, and it's a very, like, uh, it's a it's a lot about mortality. I think there's and, some Charlie Watts references uh, in there. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, Sweet Sounds of Heaven. Heaven. Eat the bread, drink the wine. Yes, dude. The father, the son. We got it's, stuff going on. We got imagery now. We got, some, we got some imagery. There's layers, Shannon. Nice. Um, uh, we should play it for Shannon and then come back and do the musical assignment. Let's do that. All uh, right. Shannon, t- take us. You know what to do. Uh, you're about to hear Dante Whitner next with Polly Mack and Tony Ryan on KMBR 104.5 and 680, the sports leader. All right, everybody. Polly Mac podcast rolls on on a Wednesday morning. This is really cool. We have the opportunity to talk to former San Francisco 49er, hard hitting. Well, Tony, remember they called him the hitman. The he hit is man. Dante Whitner. Now, we watch him every weekend on uh, CSN Bay Area. We watch him with, uh, of course, Rod Brooks and with Carlos. And you guys do a great job talking Niner pre and post. So, Dante, for the first time, welcome to the Polly Mac podcast. Great to have you. How you doing, man? Thanks for having me, guys. I'm doing great. I'm currently in New Mexico right now. Nice. Getting ready to call the New Mexico State Aggies versus the Florida International Panthers tonight. Oh, nice. Check in. Check oh. in uh, on CBS. Oh, dude, that's awesome. So how much of this kind of work have you been doing? We love you on the weekends, and we'll talk about your pre and post with the Niners. But uh, as far as doing college football, tell us about that. How long have you been doing this, Dante? This is my third year as a color commentator for college football. Um, this is my second year having a full schedule. My first year I had five games. Last year I had 12, and this year I have 11. So awesome. It's a lot of work, but but I enjoy it. Oh, Dante, man, the, the way you educate just football fans, yeah. uh, I'm happy to know that you're doing it now collegiately as well because you have knowledge. Uh, we were talking off the air before that uh, Paulie and I have worked with, worked with Rod Brooks for a long, long time, and uh 
and you now work with Rod in the studio on Niners pre and post um, on uh, uh, Comcast or NBC Sports Bay Area. But Rod says, sitting next to you and working with you, he learns so much about the game he each did say and that. every weekend. Yeah. And I just, that's what, that's why we have you on here today. That's why you're doing college games. And it's, I feel like you are able to, um, uh, I guess, translate the X's and O's to like the, the regular fan. In a way we can understand. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you want to know something when I first started, um, I've been with NBC now six years. It was very difficult for me because I was still caught in a football player's mindset. Right. So right. The high level information and the terms and the phrases yeah. were, you know, I was accustomed to them, but the normal fan isn't accustomed to them. Right. So then you have to work on breaking that down and then interjecting that in your normal day-to-day telecast. So it's difficult, but once you get it, that's why everybody can start to understand it. You know, Dante, we all remember your years. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. You were playing for Harbaugh, and you guys had, I mean, Hall of Fame talent on the field, and Patrick Willis and Frank Gore. And and it's funny, this Niner team in 2023 and this whole Kyle Shanahan era, people are starting to compare this group to your group. Like, they're two outstanding defenses. I think there's probably a couple of Hall of Famers on this squad, too, perhaps Bosa, Fred Warner. I could see those guys in Canton someday. So, Dante, do you, just in a broad sense, do you see similarities, the physicality, the nastiness, the way you guys used to fly around is kind of the way this defense flies around looking for guys to hit. Do you see a similarity between that defense and today's defense? Absolutely. There's direct correlations and comparisons between both teams, even all the way down to the head coach in the front office and the way that they go about their business. Yeah, There's a difference when you take the field and you expect to win, and you feel like you're totally prepared because the coaches are that magnificent that they get you prepared to another level. Um, and that's how we were. Big Fangio, Harbaugh, a lot of those offensive coaches, they were some of the top tier in the NFL at that time. And then the mindset of the players, not letting contentment start to settle in and treating each and every day as if it's a fresh day like you're a rookie. Right. That's what separates the 49ers from a lot of the other teams in the NFL. It's that freshness every day, being able to draft, develop, and implement, and just pluck guys in and continue to have that track record of success, which is why Kyle Shanahan and, um, and John Lynch, you know, deservingly so, received those contract extensions. It's a track record of success and consistently being in the NFC Championship and knocking on the door of the Super Bowl. Great answer, Dante. And, you know, back in your era, obviously the Seattle Seahawks were the primary nemesis. I mean, you guys, there were bloodbaths when you guys used to play. And this game coming up with Dallas is kind of, I think, a measuring stick more for the Cowboys than than the 49ers, Dante, because the Niners have already handled them twice in the playoffs. I do think the Niners have more talent. I think they're the better team. But is that fair to say? I mean, do you see this Dallas Cowboy team kind of in that role like the Seahawks, and I would include Philly in that as well. I mean, is that how this year's Niner team are looking at those teams? And I think the rivalry is starting to rebel back up for both teams. And, yes, you're absolutely correct. I see the Dallas Cowboys as being a a measurement game for them, being that they lost to the Arizona Cardinals a few weeks ago. The 49ers handled them easily last week. Um, the Dallas Cowboys did get back on track versus the New England Patriots in a blowout, but you know they're bottom tier of the NFL right now. The 49ers are considered the number one team, National Football League, 
They have a quarterback that's playing phenomenal. The running game in Christian McCaffrey, he's, what, probably the leader for MVP in the National Football League this year. Right. Um, I think that this is a game that's a statement game for the 49ers. Yeah, yep. we've seen you play well the first four games of the season. We saw you in the NFC Championship last year. We know you have great players, but can you do it with the world watching? Can you lock in? Can you execute? And can you dominate? One of the teams is probably a top 10 team in the National Football League right now. We'll see on Sunday night. Yeah, I would argue that Sunday night's uh, the biggest stage there is every week uh, for football for the NFL. And the voice you hear is Dante Whitner. Dare I say the best dressed uh, oh, member of the Bay Area media? There's no contest. Uh, it's oh, not... you're so kind. I appreciate. That. <laughs> oh, Dante, dude, by His a sense mile, of style. you're the you're, coolest guy out there. Sense of style, too, man. You're daring. What I like to do uh, is that you take risks. Well, you, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, Tony. So you remember Dante back when these? This was only like three years ago, I think, right before the pandemic. We were all down in Miami for the Super Bowl. Yep. And Tony was with us, and you came over, dude. It was the greatest interview we did the whole week. And that week, I remember Dante's whole mission with fashion is you were like, hey, Pauly Mac, I want to bring pajamas back. Yeah. You were like, I want to go, I want to go <laughs> nightclubbing in pajamas. I want to be in the limo in pajamas. I might even do some TV work in pajamas. Uh, and I, I was like, that's this is the coolest guy of all time. So where are, where's Dante today in 2023 with the pajama movement? Well, right now in my developmental phase, as just a human. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And as a man, I want to go more suits. There you go. Italian suits, right? Mm-hmm. Um, properly. I have a ton in my closet. And, I bet. You know, I, I really want to go more suits, nice haircut. Yeah. And have that top-notch information for people weekly. Our ratings are through the roof right now with NBC. Oh, I bet. I mean, these are some of the highest ratings that they ever had. So uh, we're going to continue to to, to to elevate and continue to dress well, speak well, and educate the fans. Uh, you see, that we're going to get back to Dallas Cowboys Niners uh, Sunday night tilt in a second. But Dante, like they had MTV Cribs was the show back then. I'd love for them to do like, uh, you know, closets. Because oh, I would dude, love, Dante's I would love to see your yeah. closet. I, would, I was yeah. looking at my closet, guys. I have some Gucci suits in there. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All the hard bottom shoes that I can wear until I'm 70. Right, those things that just never go out of style, classic. So yeah, man, yeah, I'll be bringing a lot of that out this year. Nice. And one last thing too, Dante, we're big robe enthusiasts here on the podcast. <laughs> we do. We like a good robe. What are your yeah. thoughts on on robes? Well, a few years ago, I did buy a lot of robes from Versace for a lot of my close friends. Nice. Ooh. Right, Ooh. the black with the gold trim and white yes. with the gold trim. Right now, I'm a little bit over the robe phase. Okay. Uh, I did take a trip to Morocco Ooh. a couple years ago, and I brought a bunch of Moroccan robes. Nice, Ooh. nice, Dante. Uh, in my closet, I have probably six Moroccan robes. Wow. Uh, <laughs> at some point, I will pull those back up. <laughs> oh, you okay. got to. Okay. You got to. Hey, That's Dante, awesome. thanks, man, for indulging us. But I want to ask about the Dallas Cowboys-Niners matchup on Sunday. So I'm ultra confident, and this is where I need you to bring me back down to earth because I feel like – the Niners have so many weapons on offense that I don't know. Do, do the Cowboys have an answer for that offense? Meaning, like, if they stop McCaffrey, then there's Debo and Ayuk and Kittle. And if they stop yeah. Debo, then there's Ayuk and Kittle and McCaffrey. I just, I'm so confident. And is that, is it, is it fair to be as confident as, as I am? Yeah, it's fair to be confident. When you're confident, great things happen. And nice. This is the number one team in the NFL, and they've continued to prove it. They have mm-hmm. the best players. 
They have the best, one of the best coaching staff, if not the best coaching staff. And they have players that understand the game and what it takes each and every Sunday. Yep. Um, and then the question is, can the Dallas Cowboys stop the running game for the 49ers and Christian McCaffrey? And I think no. We saw Arizona run for 222 yards on them. We saw, um, we saw um, uh, Christian McCaffrey run wild last week, and we see how phenomenal the offensive line of the 49ers are playing. Yes. I think that if you can keep them off, off balance, if you can implement some of that first down passing like they did last week, yeah. knowing that the Dallas Cowboys are going to load the box and they have to play some man coverage, some single high coverage, yep. there will be a lot of room for Kittle, Ayuk, and Debo Samuel in the middle of that field. And then you have to ask, are the Dallas Cowboys up to tackling all of these 49ers skill players? Great call. Yes, I right. would say Great call. they aren't up to tackling those guys. This is a, a risk-averse offense where Brock Purdy can – throw the short pass, and it can go for the long one. So I think that you have every reason to be confident. Dante Whitner is our guest. We love him on the pre and post every weekend with Rod Brooks and with Carlos. We watch him on CSM Bay Area. We're talking Niners Dallas with Dante right now. Dante, we so I just finished doing the Murph and Mac show before we started talking to you. And believe it or not, today we had a lot of listeners checking in. And I, I personally am not worried about this, but apparently a lot of people are worried that Trey Lance – is going to be offering up a lot of information about the Niner offense to the, and I would expect him to do that. But my point on this, um, Dante, was how much information could he really give him? I mean, he never got deep into the Kyle Shanahan playbook, and I don't even know what kind of insights he could offer them anyway. What's your take on that whole situation about Trey giving them information? I think the only thing that he could provide them with is cold, cold words, hand signals, right? But when you watch Kyle Shanahan's offense, it pretty much changes on a weekly basis. You don't know which formation, which personnel groups, what type of motions and shifts you're going to get. One week really is not enough to prepare for everything that this offense shows you. Um, you know, so I don't know if Trey Lance can offer up much information. If Trey Lance had that much information, he would have played well. <laughs> and he didn't play well, so I don't think he has much information to offer. So I don't think that it's a big thing for 49ers to worry about. Cool. That's great, man. Dante, a question for you about Dak Prescott, because the I think it was on Sunday after the Cowboys won, they blew out the Patriots. A reporter asked him about uh, last year's Niner game, and he immediately got defensive. And I, feel, I yeah. feel like that that is a mental detriment to Dak. And I feel like there is something to that. Do you agree? I definitely agree. Um, when you think about Dak Prescott and his lack of success versus the 49ers, mm-hmm. he probably has nightmares about Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, Javon Hargrave, Fred Warner, and these guys really exposing them on Sunday Night Football. Mm-hmm. And the knock on Dak is he can't win the big games. Right. He can't take his team deep into the playoffs. He can't get to a Super Bowl. Right. Right. You can have all the great stats that you want during the regular season versus bad teams, but when it really boils down to it and he needs your best, can you get that team over the hump? And I don't think that he can. We've seen the Dallas Cowboys look phenomenal only when the, 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 the defense is scoring touchdowns when the special teams are scoring touchdowns, we're getting the offense in great field position. But when Dak Prescott has to carry that team on his back, drop back, throw the ball, read the defense, be accurate, use his legs, we've seen him falter and we've seen him fail. So 
I think you can expect the same things from Dak Prescott Sunday night. Great, great stuff mm-hmm. by Dante right there. Dante Whitner, final couple of questions for you today before we let you go. Um, I want to talk about the Niner quarterback a little bit, Brock Purdy. I mean, I'd love yeah. your insights because to me, Dante, I mean, I see all the stuff we all see. I see the completions. I see composure. I see good decision-making. I see a guy that is very popular with his teammates. Uh, he doesn't hurt the team the way previous quarterbacks have. I don't know, Dante, when you look at Brock Purdy, and for if there are any doubters left out there, tell us what you're seeing in him and how he's developing so far this year. Well, he's developing beautifully. I'm seeing a top-ten quarterback, top-five quarterback in the making. Yep. Franchise quarterback. Um, the cool and calmness in the pocket. Wink Martindale from the New York Giants tried every blitz and exotic blitz and coverage behind it, and he figured it out. And then when you couple that with an offensive coordinator like Kyle Shanahan that uses a lot of motion shifts, a lot of uh, lineage on the running game, he gives Brock Purdy the answer to the test before the ball is snapped. Mm. So you see Debo Samuel motioning out or George Kittle, or you see Brandon Ayuk or one of these guys moving, He's just getting his quarterback answers. So when we go back to even the touchdown to Ronnie Bell versus the New York Giants in the, in the red zone, that was an all-out zero blitz. Defensive back sitting, inside leverage, flat-footed, not backing up, and there was only one place for him to go with the ball. It gave him the answers to the test with the pre-snap motion. And then you forward back, I mean, you fast-forward to this pass game. All of the first-down throws he completed, were just magnificent and magnificent calls from Kyle Shanahan. We've seen teams get accustomed to running the ball on first and second down, throwing it on third down. Well, they're reversing that. They're throwing the ball on first and, on first and second down when teams are loading the box. And this is why Brandon Ayuk and those guys are running these deep over routes across the middle of the field is because they're just running away from the leverage of the outside corners that's in man-to-man coverage. So if they can continue that, continue to get him those easy looks on first and second down, He's going to continue to play very efficient and lead this team, in my opinion, to the Super Bowl. Nice, nice. Dante Whitner joining us, the hitman Dante Whitner. Check him out on CBS during college football. Tonight, actually, uh, we're recording this on Wednesday. He's doing Florida International at the New Mexico State Aggies. Also check him out Sunday, Niners pregame, an hour before kickoff. I think it's about 4.15, 4.20 you guys get started. Maybe and then the postgame, too. And then the postgame yeah. as well with Rod Brooks and Carlos Hernandez. Dante, about Kyle, I, I feel like he finally has a right. quarterback he can trust. Yep. What do you think? There's a different frequency and energy being yes. vibrated from Kyle Shanahan nowadays. Can you guys feel it in his news conferences? Yep. Even when he commented on uh, and made a joke about Brock Purdy and the one uh, incompletion that he had last week, you can mm-hmm. see the smile on his face. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You can yeah. feel the joy. Because now he can let his hair back and he says, hey, I have a quarterback that understands football. He understands timing. He understands the quarterback position. I I can get some good rest at night nowadays. So (laughs) Kyle Shanahan is really starting to get feeling good. And this is the best uh, play that he's had from a quarterback, especially a young quarterback. Even when you go back to um, what does he have in Atlanta? It slipped my mind right now. Um, the quarterback that took him to the Super Bowl. Oh, Matt Ryan. Oh, you talking about Matt Ryan? Yeah, when he had my, Matt Ryan, mm-hmm. the way that Brock Purdy is playing and the efficiency that he's playing with, not turning the ball over, right. I would even go as far to say that he's playing better than Matt Ryan. This is great stuff, Dante. Thank oh. you so much for all this. And, and one last thing, I want to ask you just about another quarterback in the league. 
which would be Pat Mahomes. And, you know, I'm watching Bob Sala's Jets play them on Sunday night, Dante, and I thought the Jet defense did a pretty damn good job overall. Mm-hmm. I, I got to tell you, you don't have to comment on this, but I got, I'm getting burnt out, Dante, on watching the refs give Mahomes lifelines on third down like they extend drives all the time. Sala, his head almost exploded because yeah. there's always that flag coming in. But my question is not about that. It's about... How would you defend Patrick Mahomes as he seems to do kind of whatever he wants out there? The refs do seem to protect him. You can't really hit him. They'll bring flags in uh, on phantom holding calls. But if you were out there today, Dante, you had to game plan and scheme against Pat Mahomes. Like, what would you do to muck up the works or slow this guy down somehow? Well, you have to make everything look the same. You have to take each and every one of your players into the medium room, and you have to check their – their acting abilities. You have to be good actors. Yeah. Everybody has to be on the same page. If you're bringing a zone blitz, a man blitz, cover two, cover three, it doesn't matter. Everything has to look the same. And if you can make him have to figure it out post-snap, nice. he'll hold him to the ball, and then it just boils down to getting him on the ground. So that's what the 49ers game plan was a few years ago versus him. And We've seen it come down to pretty much one play. That Tyreek Hill yeah. deep ball that the 49ers game up, that pretty much cost them the Super Bowl. They didn't execute in that moment. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for the most part of that game, they executed. They disguised well. They rushed well. They tackled well. And that's what you have to do. It was no different from playing against Tom Brady, from playing against Aaron Rodgers. When we would go into those games, Vic Fangio would have some unorthodox calls just to steal a play yeah. from those guys because they're so good and they're so um, well-read and they understand defenses at such a high level that just one guy being off or a nickel being inside, outside leverage or too close to the line of scrimmage can tell him everything he needs to know. So you have to be really good um, with your mannerisms, be good, really good acting, and then make everything look the same. See, that's what I'm talking about, Dante, how you just put it in, like, regular terms. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate Helps that. guys like us, As yeah. a football fan. And, uh, just and that's pre- why he's been great. That's why you've been really killing it on TV, no Dante. No question. Yeah. No question. And uh, we just really appreciate it. And on the way out here, Dante, I want to ask you something non-football related, but it, it maybe in related to football. Paulie and I are both big music fans and how music and sports kind of intertwine, especially if you're trying to motivate yourself for a game or come down off of a game after the game, uh, you know, uh, or driving for in your case, driving to the studio or to the uh, to Levi stadium. What's what's in Dante's playlist? Like, Ooh, what, good what, question. Like, I want to know what Dante's yeah, listening to. So do I. A little bit of future Jay-Z, okay. little baby. Uh, nice. Nipsey Hustle. I probably nice. have more Nipsey Hustle than anything. A nice. little bit of Tupac, maybe some Notorious Big, yep. AZ, <laughs> Nas. I'll go East Coast, West Coast, <laughs> Bay Area, E40, too short. Yeah, I just have a complete mixture in there that just you know just get you ready to go out and you know and, and put it all on the line. And you know you better believe that a lot of the Forty ers players currently that's what's on their on their playlist. A I lot of those. It. Listed. I love it. Hey, Dante, last thing on the way out the door, give us dedicated song to this week's uh, Niner Dallas game. You pick one out and we'll play it on the podcast. One song this week is going to be uh, Nipsey Hustle Double Up. Nice. Nice. Yeah, double up. I like that, Tony. <laughs> double du- up. Yeah, you man. When this game 49ers, you double up. <laughs> 
Nice. <laughs> you do. Yes. Hey, Dante, thank you oh, so much man. for the time, man. Keep up the great work on TV. We're loving watching you. Had a great time talking to you today. And uh, we'll catch up again down the road. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. You have a great weekend. You too. That's Dante Whitner, everybody, on the Polymac Podcast. We're back on KMBR 680 next. All right. We're back on the Polymac Podcast right here on KMBR 680 at 104.5. Also, the streaming platform of your choice, however you're picking this up, we do appreciate it. And then good old home base at KMBR.com. Always great to have your listening company. And it's always great to have my friend Steve Moskowitz join us. Now, you hear him during the week on the Murph and Mac show. He always stops by, gives a lot of great advice, tells you how to handle different situations. And he does that really out of the goodness of his own heart. On the podcast, we have a chance to go a little bit deeper. So, Steve, when I say good morning to you today, great to have you back on you know, this thing I heard, like, with every new year is we're getting, we're almost in the holiday season, which is crazy. I mean, we're in October, then it'll be Thanksgiving, and next thing you know, we'll be closing down for Christmas and, and New Year's. And with that, Steve, I've already found out that we will be faced with a new tax law. Well, I'm hoping you can tell us more about this. On January 1st of 2024, here comes the Corporate Transparency Act. Now, Steve... I had the name. I don't know what exactly it means. So maybe you can explain it to us and what we should look out for. Happy to do that. Thanks, Paulie. And this is going to affect most small and medium-sized businesses. It's a big deal. Okay. The government is demanding additional information, information you've never had supplied before. If you don't do it, they can actually put you in prison. Now, Forbes magazine thinks they actually will put some people in prison over this, but who knows? But also, there's a monetary penalty, $500 a day that you're late in giving them this information. So this is a big deal. So this is something that if you're a business, you want to talk to us about and have us do this for you. You don't want to be that criminal example. No. And you don't want to be paying a penalty of 500 bucks a day a day that yeah boy and while we're at it i want to talk to you about something else sure most small businesses they'll they'll form an entity like a corporation and then that's it they're done their corporation and most people form a corporation for something called limited liability so what that means is suppose you decide you want to go into business and you say well okay you're willing to risk a certain amount of money in the business but not everything you have right so you say, well, all right, I'm going to form a corporation. And if worse comes to worse, I'll lose what I put in the corporation, but all my personal assets are safe. That's why most people become corporations, limited yeah. liability. But along with that, what you have to do is go ahead and act like a corporation. That means complying with all the requirements, like having your annual meeting and minutes and all of that. And somebody says, oh, well, look, you know, I'm a small business. Do I have to do all this? Yes. And what happens if you don't? Or you say, well, you've, you've never heard of this the first time. Where this becomes a problem is if you get sued, and eventually a lot of small businesses get sued. Yeah. The first thing the enemy lawyer asks for is all the stuff we talked about. Okay. And if you don't have it, the lawyer says, judge, since they're not acting like a corporation, since oh, they have geez. not fulfilled all the formalities. Wow. They're not entitled to the corporate protections, no limited liability. So I get this go after all his personal assets. Holy, oh this God. is a big deal. Yeah, that sounds so, scary. So now we have the two things and I put them together. The one where the government is forcing you to do something and they're really serious. You know, 
put you in prison over not providing this information and 500 bucks penalty a day. Come on. Yeah. But while we're doing that, let's get you up to date on the older laws that have been around. You've been ignoring. Okay. Eventually in, in, in our times, and it's unfortunate, so many people get sued over everything, nothing. A lot of people are sue happy. But the <laughs> yes. problem is if you haven't done the corporate formalities, the enemy lawyer is going to go after all your personal assets. The very reason you became a corporation. Yeah. So let's handle both of these for you. I, I see him as doing it. The two of them as one package. That's actually a great. Now, would you recommend this is primarily, as you said, just to make sure I get this correctly, this is for small and medium business owners in particular. So it, this can apply to anyone. Okay. I, I added this is that it's been my experience over the years that so many small businesses erroneously yeah mistakenly think oh they're just a little guy and all these laws are for general motors and yeah. Apple computer and yeah. the fortune 500 and the big guys not little mom and pop grocery store on the corner the bottom line is this stuff is aimed at you folks so the the bottom line is don't think oh you're a small business you're exempt from this no and i don't want you to find out about this the hard way that's really great. This is a great piece of information from Steve today. Again, it's the Corporate Transparency Act. And what you just said, Steve, I think is pretty important that it's not for the blue chip, you know, Apple computers, Buick, as you say. They're looking at the smaller ones as well. How do you deal with this? Well, you talk to a guy like Steve Moskowitz. That's what you do. He's a tax attorney. That's what he does. And this is what he can offer you. So reach out to Steve. Have a dialogue free of charge. It's one tax deal. Call Steve and tell him about your situation and get prepared. Be prepared should this happen. One triple eight tax deal once again is the phone number. You can also get lots of information to read up on Steve online at MoskowitzLLP.com. Steve, I know we're in October, but it's so warm today. It kind of feels like summer. So maybe we're going to get like this final kind of summery uh, type weekend weather-wise. With that in mind, let's head out to the beaches. Steve, you take us home and get us set up for the weekend. Well, you're and this in San Francisco, this is absolutely the best weather of all year, as those of us who live here know. Yeah. And I have one last bit of advice for you. While you're sitting on that beach <laughs> or in that park with the barbecue, Ooh. out with the family, don't touch that dial. Keep it tuned right here to KMBR, the sports leader with Paulie Mack. All right, we're back on the podcast. Uh <laughs> we're talking about a variety of things. We just played Shannon Kaler, the new what? We're What's talking so funny? about a variety. We are. I'm being real with uh, the audience. Variety, We're talking about yeah. a variety. Uh, We're all grown up. Someday talking... we should take this act on the road, and then people can see what we talk Live about. Live at the Warfield, dude. Yeah. One night only. Uh, Let it fly. It'll be only one night. You know, we yeah. did that, actually. <laughs> totally. You know, there was a guy doing that. It was Kevin Smith, the filmmaker, the clerks yes. guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was doing yeah. live podcasts. Yeah, this is like yeah. 10 years ago, but he did one at the Warfield. Well, the smartless guys do. Uh, uh, took their act on the road. Pod Save America does it? Uh, yeah. You yeah. know, we played Shannon, the new Stone song uh, called it's, Sweet uh, Sounds of Heaven. That's oof. got Stevie Wonder on piano playing a nice blues line and mm. Lady Gaga singing like a gospel line. What are your oh, reactions to the song? I was so blown nice. away. My favorite thing is you uh, You mentioned that the guitar tone, Paul, yes. is mm. very Some Girls it Miss is. You. Yep. Like you it said, is. just a little, mm. it's not quite 90s clean. It's very like eighties yeah. clean, yeah. late seventies clean. It's yeah. it's really nice. Well, and too, the lyrics are great. Yes, yeah, too. That the organ in the background of the whole song. Yes, yeah. like the piano is more at the forefront, but in the back you hear the organ. That's like the gospel it's like the church. Yes, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, very much, very mm -hmm. churchy. So 
So well, good. boys, that's just one th- element of what we do. We talk Niners. We had Dante. He was great. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Steve Moskowitz. But Shannon, here's the deal. We talked to Dante before you got here, and we just asked him to throw a song towards the Dallas Niner game. Tony, how would you set up this assignment? For this is going to be like a change, like role reversal this week. We're doing like role play. It's, it's basically he says Niners uh, for Nipsey Hussle's double up, double up on Dallas. Double up. Three or four times, I ain't telling no lies, I just run it up. Never let a hard time humble us. Double, 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 double up. I ain't telling no lies, I just. Yeah. Double so, up. Right. So, Shannon, these are songs, just any song about Sunday's game, Sunday Night Football. So, here's what I'm thinking <laughs> that uh, I. Grew up, I'm just old enough to really hate the Cowboys. Oh, perfect. like I, you know, perfect. fabulous. Um, <laughs> fabulous, you know, wonderful. My first game that I ever watched on TV was the 94 Super Bowl. So, or the 95, you know, yeah. in 1995. Okay. So, my dad made us chili. I was like eight years old. We nice. sat Why down. Why is we chili watched. such a popular Super Bowl meal? Uh, 808 KBR. Yep. It's hardy. It goes well with ice cold beer. Any other? Oh, good, good. Can yeah. I get some cornbread with that? Shannon, do you pan fry the hot dogs and put them in the chili? I will now. Okay. That sounds really good. You know, okay. Yeah. That's actually something you probably could get away with if you really needed to. That's not something I'd do. And is it, shouldn't we address them as they're You're supposed to be like, addressed as Frank Furters? Well, <laughs> see now. Well, I actually just Googled this. Hot Wieners. dogs are called hot dogs because. Germans thought that they looked like Dotsons. They do. Oh, like okay. hot dogs. Okay. Hot dogs. Okay. I'll buy it. I'll buy right. that, that theory. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's they a do thing. look like hot dogs. That, uh, anyway, I'm going to get the wheels diet. back on. Well, bratwurst, uh, a lot of kraut, yeah. sauerkraut. Okay, yeah. sorry. Heavy, guys. We're heavy beers. Back. back to the music. Stein. Oh, come on. Tony, can I get a Stein? Yeah, I like Stein. Not a like, mug, a Stein. Just, you know, it's a very hearty menu not when you go to like a German beer hall. Not a mug, a Stein. You're going to get a pretzel the size of this room. Is that right? Yeah. What about the. The they have Oktoberfest. There's always like you got the spatzel, the spatzel. and the girls wear like very the provocative jumpers, outfits. Yeah. Though oh, yeah. they wear like the well, they do. Well, and the men were the lederhosen. Yeah, th- that's yeah. a whole other thing. Also yeah. provocative, D- bro. Very, very tremendous. Okay, so it here is we provocative. Go. Okay. Here we go. Lederhosen. <laughs> that is provocative. That might not be the right pronunciation. By either. the way, Shannon, you slide some uh, pantyhose like over your legs. Just for the, for the warmth, yeah. And he <laughs> goes, yeah, yeah. And uh, your hair gets all matted underneath. It's a tough look to pull off. Yeah. Joe Namath did it when he was playing. Uh, nice. He did. He nice. did it for warmth. Nice. Back to hating the That's Cowboys. True. So uh, the Yo, strong dislike, the, the hating of the Cowboys. <laughs> so there's lots of bands that we also hate or dislike strongly. Oh. And I have to say, and strongly, I strongly, I strongly dislike. Actually, that is wow. true. Okay, I there got, are bands well, that I've offend gone, me. I've gone, yeah. I've gone. I strongly before. dislike Hall and Oates personally. What? Whoa. I'm sorry, dude. You're a dick. What? I mean, that, that is, is a dickish move. That's, that's, it's that's a dick insane. move. Is there more is anything more American move. than Hall and Oates? It's it's. What did like, you just say? Is there anything more American than Hall and Oates? Not much. I don't care. Hot dogs and Hall and Oates. Sarah, smile. I mean, Sarah, mm, oh. smile. 
Anyway, the warmth, Tony, the warmth. Wish, baby. Oh, all the things well, it's I you do and me for you. forever. Make a list, baby. Sarah, mm, smile. I was gonna say What's before you guys, you know, started oh, tearing oh, into oh, me. Oh, it's oh, hard I, to take I from him. I strongly dislike Holland Oats. How about Private Eyes? But the Dude. only Dude, I have on double vinyl their greatest hits, and it's just nonstop. Private Eyes, man. It's nonstop. Yeah. Wait, what do you have? Their greatest uh, hits on Sounds vinyl. Sounds like a good record to have. It's two. It's double vinyl. Get the early soul stuff. You get the pop stuff. All four sides. What about um, crap? Mm. What about out of time? You're out of touch. I'm out of time. Out of touch. Out of time, Time. girl. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Shannon. You hate Hall and Oates. You hate America. The only song of Hall and Oates that I do like because the Cowboys are not. Do you hate? They're they're, they're talented. I might hate them, but they're talented. Here's my question, Shannon. Since you have disparaged Hall and Oates, I know you hate America. Which do you hate more, Hall and Oates or the United States of America? Hall and Oates by a hair. Okay, <laughs> but, oh, but only slightly. Okay, go, I had yeah. to ask. Anyway, oh, I, I dislike them, but they have talent. And Rich Girl is the one song that All I right. can tolerate from Hall and Oates. So that's my selection. It too far, cause you know well, it don't, don't matter, matter anyway. Not a bad track. Ball, go. Yeah. Me? Yeah. Um, uh, oh, I'm going to do something very American. Um, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to take... Uh, so Shannon has denounced America. I'm going to go ahead and ride to America's rescue. Oh, cool. And I say, no, I want to say that uh, only because we're playing the Dallas Cowboys, I'm going to pick a San Francisco band to celebrate all things San Francisco. Tony, if I could, bring down Steve Miller. Somebody get a hold of Steve Miller for me. Bring him Great up front. Call. I'm going to need some Steve Miller. I want to go back to the beginning I'm going to speak about what I am. Drop the needle on Space Cowboy. Space Cowboy, who's going to argue it's I am a Space Cowboy? Have been for years. And I would like to dedicate that to this week's Niners-Dallas game. Thanks for saving America, Paul. I try to do what I can. It's about Apple Pie, Chevrolet, and America. Tony, go. Well, I'm going to go American right down Broadway. This guy, he actually sang at a Cowboys game I like how we spun this into an America thing. It's not even about the game anymore. America's team, you're celebrating all that? Well, this guy, this guy, I, I just, I loathe. I don't even do. I mean, like, oh. it's but and his band and everything. But oh. there is a song that Uh-oh. I always sang, and I'm just gonna sing it again with arms wide open oh. under oh. the sunlight. I don't want to hear. Oh, oh wow. who's that? That's uh, Scott Stapp and Creed. <laughs> You're going I don't stab. want to hear You're taking the guy that step. sang at a Cowboys game in 01. If you guys yes. ever give me stab. if you yes. never heard you talk stab again Whoa. for oh, my oh. bad choices, 
You guys, you guys, well, you, you got a problem. terrible pick. <laughs> Some of the things Under Shannon. The yeah, that's wow. hard now. That's We're hard. Yes. Wow. I heard they got royally screwed. Uh, that band, yeah, uh, Creed. Is that who they're called? Creed. Yes, Creed. Creed. Their manager did some shady stuff. There was an article in Rolling Stone about them a few episodes back, issues back, whatever. They were victims of a very bad management thing, and they got yeah. all screwed and blah, 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 blah. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah, the guitarist was a, a, like a cousin of a dear friend of mine from college. And Come so on. we went and saw them at the Fillmore years and years. Is and that years. right? Wow. Yeah. Tool yeah. Fest? Uh, just he's, <laughs> big, he's big on the front of the stage, kneel, one Ooh, leg up. Yeah, on I don't the want monitor. the kneel. Don't oh, kneel. One leg up on the monitor. Give it a kneel now. A lot of the, a lot of the head waves. Uh, of the you hair. Were fixing oh, the hair. Oh, yeah. You know? Everything yeah. you're saying is no good. Uh, three yeah. things Everything I hate. Creed, All and Oats in America. <laughs> and hair flips. And, and the cowboys. Do you take yeah. a knee at the front of the stage, Keller? No, I hope I don't not. take a knee. You know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> not take hey. a knee, but do the crouch, the dramatic crouch, you fix your hair. both at a to like drive Dak's face mask into the grass of Levi's Stadium. Do you into hate the sod. Dak? I don't even know. I'm I don't hate asking. Dak. Not I just either. hate everything about the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. Forever. Yeah. Want, I mean, literally. For I think life. I, hate, I think I might hate the Cowboys more than the Dodgers because of Jerry oh, Jones. Yes. Oh, it's getting heated. He's the devil, yes. dude. He's like, ah. Mm. Oh, five things I hate. Yeah. Creed, <laughs> Hall & Oates, America, um, uh, head waving and kneeling, and Jerry Jones. Yeah, Shannon, dude. everything you say oh. is right, except He's like Voldemort. He is you know? Voldemort. Yeah. Oh, you know what else he does? He's like Gary Radnich, because when you hear his quotes, he goes, well, we're going to see the Niners on Sunday and Monday. Oh, Sunday. We'll practice on Tuesday. <laughs> he says Tuesday instead of Tuesday. Gary used to do that. Right. Call I love me on Gary. Wednesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Remember that Tuesday? Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. I don't want to go. No, we got to go. <sighs> we got to go, Stacy. Ah, no. This is yeah. sad. I, I'm going to resist as long as I can. Uh, Where's Chris sunlight. Young, by the way? Where is he? Welcome to this place. I, I'll show you everything. Welcome Jenny. to the jungle. Welcome to the machine. Welcome, to, <laughs> welcome yeah. to the machine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I just don't want to ever be told that my selections are bad ever again. Well, it's, because, it is surprising. Yeah, but you, you took a band that's like I know. incredible. It's really Creed surprising. Is not incredible. Have you heard their music? Yes, God, dude. this is crazy stuff. Sometimes, Kaler, it's hard to make sense of it. They were really considered some of the greater white soul singers. Like, their early material, you might want to check it out. No, I have heard it, Paul. It's crap. It's crap. Wow. By the way, wow. it's been a pleasure. It Help me. Been. No, 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 no. I got to address it. Uh-oh. It's uh -oh. going to be a very tight game at the Vi. Okay. Let's go. I, all right. Can, can, go ahead, Shannon. I'm, I'm flustered. I don't know what to do with myself <laughs> other than talk about America. <laughs> oh, bye-bye. This has been the Pauly Mac Podcast on KBR. Sports Leader. You've been listening to Polly's Podcast with Polly Mac of KNBR's Murph and Mac Morning Show. This is the KNBR Podcast Network on KNBR the Sports Leader. Haven't filed tax returns for years? Think you can't have a life? Think again. You've heard me say that to you for years. Let us take this burden off of you, your family, your business, and solve it for you. You never have to have this problem again, no matter how many years you haven't filed a tax return. This is a very common situation, and we have tremendous experience in helping people and businesses solve this. You can have a normal life now. Don't have your records or your records are in a mess. Former spouse, partner, or bookkeeper always used to do everything for you. Don't know how to account for crypto? Don't have the money to pay your taxes? No problem. We'll get all the records that the government has on you. We can help you with your back and future accounting or just do it for you. And if you're unable to pay your taxes, we'll explain all of your various options and then we'll negotiate the best option for you. Call Moskowitz LLP at 888-TAX-DEAL. That's 888 888-888. 
T-A-X-D-E-A-L, 888-TAX-DEAL, or MoskowitzLLP.com, M-O-S-K-O-W-I-T-Z, L-L-P.com.